Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana, the podcast you found us on, whatever podcast app you use. And we are live. Live on YouTube.com slash at Poison Rana pod. Hello, YouTube world. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. We are live from our monetized YouTube. That yes. is right. Super Chats, welcome. There might be ads now. I don't know. Yep. Uh, Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Leave a comment. Yeah. Tell us how much you love us. Yeah, little and things like that. If you want to send a Super Chat, that's, that's cool too. Yeah, so uh, we're live on YouTube and we are here with a new Poison Rana to hit you with everything that's going on in the world of wrestling because... It never stops. It never stops at all. And hello, everyone in the room so far. Hello, Chris Price, who I see in the room. We should be hopefully meeting up with him next month in, in right. the UK. And hello, Jake. Always, always around in the chat room. Tell yes, Jake, from the Windy City. Hello. Yeah, lots of uh, listeners all around the place. Uh, we will be meeting some some more listeners. Some listeners I've never had the opportunity to meet before because we are crossing the pond mm. in about less than a month's time now to go over to... Yeah, it's coming up pretty quick now. I know. Gotta got to get our shit together. I gotta get another, uh, like, you guys have, what, like, weird plugs, right? You gotta yeah, get an adapter. adapter. Yeah. Gotta maybe get some summer fits. Yep. Gotta, gotta sort out your holiday clothes. What am I wearing at SummerSlam is the question. Too. I've got my SummerSlam outfit sorted. We're going to Detroit, and I we were at I was at a Marshalls, mm. and they had like one of our you know we love the colorful button ups and stuff, especially summertime, and it was all American flags all over it, and mm-hmm. I was like, should I just like I'll wear it one day in yeah. Detroit and then just leave it there, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't do it. My girlfriend didn't let me, so uh, uh, so I don't know what I'm gonna wear for all like that's a big thing. You know, now. you know, Joe Fresh are like clearing out their summer, summer stuff, stuff right now. You can get a nice shirt for what I'm wearing right now is about twelve bucks there, right. so you know. Shout yeah. out Joe Fresh. It was, you it, want to sponsor us? Feel free. It was worth 12 bucks before you spilled bacon on it, about five minutes before I know, the air it's right It's all my shorts I'm worried about. <laughs> I, I am very pink today. I went to get my coffee today, and the barista was like, oh, you're off to see Barbie today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I just, no, I just dressed this way. <laughs> I just dressed this way normally. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I've been using that joke a lot, because over the weekend, I've had a lot of, like, uh, customers all in pink who are yeah. obviously the Barbie yeah. film. I'm like, so how is Oppenheimer? <laughs> uh, oh, you're go- you're wearing pink. You going to see Barbie? No, I'm just a Bret Hart fan. Yeah. I'm wearing pink all the time. Uh, I haven't seen either yet. I'm hopefully this week. I was okay. I was planning to see one of them yesterday before work. Yeah, and I did that thing where I woke up at nine in the morning and I was like, ah, you know, I can probably have it's another be a glorious hour, day hour in bed. I can have a nice little lion. Next time I look at my phone, it's 2.30. I'm like, oh, well, shit. Okay, yeah. better get ready for work. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to try to see, like, I, I, I more so want to see Barbie because I feel like it'll be this, like, whole pop call. I think it's going to make, a, like, a billion dollars. It's already mm. made so much, more, so much money. Oppenheimer, you know it'll be, like, the better, like, serious movie that, you know, might get Oscar noms and stuff. They've but. got, like, the director, Greta Gerwig, is, like, a serious director though for barbie as well it's not like it's just some kind of yeah it looks know, like truman show kind of grab kind of thing like it, i think a lot of like thought has been gone into this yeah. especially with you know the casting and everything like i'm i've heard great things so far so i'm really looking forward to it yeah i love all the uh like super right-wing media outlets going saying it's anti anti-men anti-man right. mm. 
like, all right, can't wait to see it. <laughs> uh, so let us know if you've done Barbenheimer, if you've done one or the other. Uh, I, I feel like there's a few other movies. I, I watched Mission Impossible 1, 2, and 3 at work. Okay. And I'm like, well, I might as well like watch the other ones and catch up and mm. like maybe go see the new one because it does look still like pretty impressive. Yeah. So I might do it's that. It's just there's too much wrestling on it. It's the summer. Yeah. Why, why are you putting what, – yeah. what's with the summer – Summer blockbusters. Where's the? What happened to the Christmas blockbusters? Yeah, like, can we? When it's shitty outside, that's when you try and get us into theaters. Because I, I want to see Indiana Jones still. Oh Uh, right. I want to see. I still haven't seen Across the Spider Verse. I Um, would recommend seeing that before it's too late. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I definitely want to see that on the big screen. I want to see Barbie. I want to see Oppenheimer. Uh, you know, I'm a sucker for the Insidious films as well. I wouldn't mind seeing that. But wow, there's a new one, guys. It's July. Yeah. What what you thinking? Yeah, that's always weird. It's, it's the same goes with like wrestling, like starting a whole new show on a Saturday night. Mm. It's like it's really hard because it's like finally. I mean, we're in Canada. It's not always nice here. So when it finally is, I don't want to stay inside. I want to like go outside. And I guess some of the thought stuff. might be it's like it's not hockey season. It's not basketball season. Yeah, like all that. Like the only real sport competing is uh, baseball. I mean, I guess UFC as well, but that's normally pay per view. Yeah. But like yeah. baseball. So I guess that's the thinking. Um, and what else do they normally put on there? But yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. It's definitely tough to keep up with everything at the moment. I'm enjoying the summer. I'm we're, we're, we both, you know, we we do this as our our one gig, and we both have like our our side hustles, our shoot jobs, and like beyond that, and trying to balance that and trying to enjoy the summer. I'm, I think it's a it's a pretty good one. I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah, yeah been pretty productive. Gone to like see a lot like music. I still haven't made it to the island yet. That's I'm planning yeah, to. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been good. Uh, been going out quite a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, enjoying it this year. Minus the other night when we came home really lit and bought way too much ice cream. For yeah, like no we need to not whatsoever. do that anymore. No, like, felt, no like, ice cream. Terrible. Ice cream ban on this house. <laughs> it's. I'm not like you. You were the force. Mm, of, are you sure? You were the driving nature for ice cream. Yeah. We just Come had on, shawarma, man. which is my, which was like my vice. That was good. Yeah. yeah, and then on top of that, you're like, "Yo, but ice cream." So yeah, no, ice cream ban at the beach. Or at least if we're gonna do it, like get an ice cream bar that rations us right. rather than just two a, like tubs, liter pints. tubs. We need the ninja, the ninja creamy over no, here. No, we don't. Because <laughs> you, you can make good. You can just put fruit in it or okay. something. You can make good ice cream. Mm. Yeah. No more ice cream. Uh, but lots of uh, wrestling. There's lots of stuff to talk about. There's a New Japan G1. There was a Blood and Guts. Mm-hmm. It's an end of an ass. I mean, era, yeah, we'll get possibly. Into that. Yeah. Oh, very there's, sad. Very there's sad. so much going on in the, the world of wrestling, and we're going to talk all about it. We did talk a lot about some other wrestling, uh, talking about some Blood and Guts and the kind of AEW debut of Kota Ibushi, which uh, lets me quickly plug our best match ever Golden Lovers podcast that has now come out over on our Patreon, where Davey and I looked at the best of Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega. We kind of go through their entire story. I got to pat ourselves on the back here. We really nerd out uh, over over these two and kind of discuss how they became friends over in DDT, reviewed their singles matches, which they've only ever fought three, three times. times. And we chat about all three of those, plus some matches from their tag run in DDT and New Japan. So lots of fun matches. Yeah, this, this, is, this was one of my favorite best match ever. And I think there are certain people, like it. it is G1 season, and uh, we've said we'd love to do a 
like a Tomohiro Ishii best match ever one day, but where do you start? Because there's so many. Yeah. So many people like Kurt Angle and things like that. So that's why we often like kind of dividing up. Like we've done Shawn Michaels, his first career. Yeah. Um, and we've done Rey Mysterio like in WWE and outside WWE. So I thought doing Golden Lovers was a way we can talk about, we talked about eight matches here, uh, five tags, three singles, and we can kind of focus on that. But you know, there's like 10, 20 other Kodor Ibushi matches that we haven't talked about that yeah. are worthy of the best match ever. Same with Kenny. So I really enjoyed this one and uh, highly recommend you go and seek it out. Yeah, uh, something like that's awesome that we do. And maybe you've not listened to a best match ever or checked it out is we like compile this list and Davey, you like go through and we, we, f- there's so many free links to all these matches. We list the matches that we're going to talk about. It's like a whole like playlist of stuff. And then we kind of go through it, give our thoughts, review and rate and compare to cage match, melter, all that stuff. So it's a whole nerd out fest. But when it's something that I like Kenny and Coda, the golden lovers, I get into those guys so mm. much that like it was just a whole, blast watching a ton of their i watched way too much of their matches uh, this week but uh, made for a really fun podcast so go check that out and if you sign up you can get access to all the other ones we've done like you said sean michaels Rey mysterio we've looked at the smackdown six with way we've done so many other ones done the in- rock every rock austin match they yeah have against yeah each other. oh flair steamboat as well steamboat, so yeah we've, we've uh, done so many sour kabashi yeah sour kawada yeah, so you get you get access to all these podcasts, and it's only five bucks. So if you've never given us a chance, and it sounds somewhat interesting, go check it out because you also get movie reviews like our Midsummer review and our Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two review that came out last week as well. And you know what it is now, Davey? It's Shark Week. It's, it's officially Shark today, right? Week. It's Shark Week. Yes, it's Happy Shark sharks, Week, everyone. And uh, what a great Shark Week! Like, what a way to kick off. There's more shark sightings all around, what, the New York, New Jersey area, I think. In Florida, there's sharks popping up. People are getting eaten. It's just a great time. It's a great time. Celebrate sharks. So, in honor of Shark Week, this upcoming week over on our Patreon, with a special review from the deep blue sea, we will be looking at Jaws. Finally, we're coming to the, the original yeah. The, the greatest shark movie, some would say. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about Jaws. We already did Sharknado. It's, it's been quite a while since I've watched this film. So yeah. I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, also hit us up with your shark facts at Poison Rana Pod. Uh, we love a good shark fact. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we always learn. There's so much to learn about these, these things called sharks, such as, did you know they don't have any bones? Uh, I did not know that, uh, but I have some other ones. Oh, yeah? 12 shark facts that may surprise you. Number one, sharks don't have bones. Okay, okay. that's good. Number two, most sharks have good eyesight. Yeah. Do you know that? Because of the lack of bones, they can focus <laughs> can on seeing better. better. Uh, this is from fish, fish, fish eyes. I know. I don't know. I'm going to keep reading them though. Sharks have special electroreceptor organs. Ah, who doesn't? Okay. Uh, shark skin feels similar to sandpaper. Hmm. Sharks can go into a trance. Oh, that's what the shark. That's what kicked off Shark Week in a great time. Did you see Cocaine Bear yet? No. Well, there's rumors that there's possibly a shark, cocaine hammerhead shark. That scientists. So these like. Drug runners were getting chased, and they had to like dump right. a bunch of shit. They were going to go back for it, but when they came back for it, some of the packages were opened. And when they were like, "Huh, that's weird," they they told some people, so they investigated. And apparently, like this one hammerhead shark was like 
going insane. And like, clearly this is the one that got he's into walking it. on his tail. And <laughs> it turns into a street shark. Yeah. <laughs> this hammerhead shark's just like, yeah. Uh, that, so that was a, a good way to kick off Shark Week as well with the cocaine shark. But yeah. Uh, well, we've got some great shark facts in the room oh. right now from uh, Mr. Jordan Goodman from Detox. Uh, such as sharks have teeth. Um, they do. Yeah, they do have teeth, actually. Sharks swim. Uh, and, do they? And sharks can be scary sometimes. So some yeah. great shark facts right there. But we got to remember, like, uh, you know, sharks are, you know, people too. And yeah. they, we shouldn't just, like, treat them as, like, bad guys or shark villains. Shark people are just the same as you and me. It's a wonderful yeah. world. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> like, we're just living in their, like, we shouldn't be going into their world, you mm. know? So apparently sharks need to keep swimming or else they die. It's like the it's like speed, basically, isn't it? <laughs> so they sharks have to are just speed. Yeah, there's been and like Jason Momoa loves sharks. I can see that he looks like a shark kind of guy. Can he talk to them? Probably. Yeah, I've still never seen that movie, but uh, but yeah, uh, as the the Shark Week kicks off, like what a great time because it does feel like as. The, I always see shark stuff in the news lately. This summer, there's been a lot. And just searching sharks in Google News, all of a sudden, it's like, experts say cocaine sharks may be feasting on drugs dumped off Florida Key. There you go. See? Cocaine sharks. Maybe Florida, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, forget. You You thought you heard everything? Florida man? No, yeah. no, no. Florida sharks. Florida sharks. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, happy Shark Week. And uh, get your reviews in. Get your feedback in for Jaws, because we will be looking uh, forward to that this coming week on Shark Week for our patreon absolutely and yeah. if you are uh on the edge like oh shall i sign up or not we've got a huge month next month coming up as we're celebrating everything kind of british for uh for all in yeah next month uh we will be going away for a few weeks and doesn't mean we're not going to be doing stuff because we think we're going to be even doing more like road diary stuff on our trip. We booked some, we booked a few days in Berlin. We're definitely, mm-hmm. we probably won't have any video for that, <laughs> but we're, we're going to try to document our, our whole trip and get ready for all in at Wembley. And, uh, we have some, some shows that are coming out next month that we'll be cooking for sure, as you'll hear in the next week or so. So we'll be focusing on that. Uh, up next, we'll still be going ahead, uh, but in our place while we're away will be See No Evil uh, from Shot in the Dark and be Detroit. Yes. Uh, our What Up Doe gang are going uh, to be taking over up next for a couple of weeks while we're in the UK. It's going to be like how the NXT people were just on SmackDown. Yeah. Just, just hanging out. Just hey, I, don't, I hope we're not having any plane issues. <laughs> Is that yeah yeah, yeah. sure yeah yeah exactly stranded yeah. on a tarmac somewhere yeah. yeah uh but yeah so we will be doing uh, up next for the next few weeks but then we will be taking a little break and Sino and B will be filling in I think on Wednesdays for NXT coverage there for post wrestling so can't wait for that fun stuff Frank suggesting we review Mr Bean because <laughs> is that the most British thing pretty british i mean the other night when we were eating our ice cream i was like davy i'm so excited to go to london i can't wait and then i put on spice world yeah. clips and austin powers yeah. clips uh it, it it will be exactly like the movies <laughs> for you you'll be like this is just like it. girl power it's, yeah <laughs> who's your favorite spice girl uh i love all of them equally but as a kid i was always torn but between ginger and baby but mm. like deep down it's baby I was a baby spice yeah. kind of guy as a kid. I told you I met Mel B. I was also very blonde when I was. Oh young, so right, I yeah. Could kind of just blondes are you know. Yeah. Blondes have and my friend fun. was ginger. Yeah, had a sporty friend. Right. Yeah, like I liked all of them. Like, 
equally. Yeah. Uh, I've told you this before where I've accidentally bumped into Scary Spice before. When she was going by Melby. Right. And everyone around looked She's like, oh, what the fuck is her? <laughs> no, it's completely the opposite. I was like talking to my friend. I'm like, well, we, we, we skipped school and we were at the Eden Center. I'm like, wow, that's really busy around here. I'm trying to get through this like crowd of women. Mm. And all of a sudden I bump into someone and everyone's looking at me. And I look over and, the, and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, like, miss. And it's fucking Mel B- Scary Spice. And she's like, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. And security was like, yo, what the fuck? And I was like, oh. And then it took my, like, my brain registered. I'm like, oh, my God, you're Scary Spice. And she's like, yep. I saw that. Mel C play Mary Magdalene in Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> wow. She was pretty good. I love, I love all Mel of Mel C's Spice probably got the best voice yes. in the group, yeah. I think. I turn and to you. still doing pretty Spice well. Like, song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, love she, did one with, she did one with Craig David, I think, as well. I love all... Didn't all, she do one with Sting? Am I making that up? Steve Borden? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sting World. Yeah. Spice Girls and Sting. Spice Girls and Sting. Uh, yeah. great. Yeah, so we're, we're looking at... We're, not, we're probably not going to review Spice World. I, I would, but or Austin Powers, but uh, we might look at some uh, other British stuff and mm-hmm. uh, some throwback wrestling stuff as well. So Absolutely. lots of stuff coming over. So go check out patreon.com slash poisonrana. It's only five bucks. Go support us and buy us a beer and buy yourself some podcasts yeah, for our trip. It's Brayden's birthday this Wednesday. Yeah. So yeah. Buy me a beer. Buy a beer. And you get the gift that keeps on giving of all the podcasts at your... Uh, thing at your fingertips well now should we just throw back to wednesday and talk about some AEW dynamite some blood and guts yes let's go through some wrestling and start from last wednesday from some dynamite so uh we finally had uh hook get his hands on jack perry in a match for the ftw championship which uh jack perry uh no longer jungle boy uh, coming out to some was this Beethoven? Yeah. I thought it was uh, Robin Thicke when I get you alone, but it was right. it was the original. Yeah. Uh, is he always going to come out with the Baltimore playing first, or is he just? I gonna, think that's it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that it. was the end of it. Yeah. Uh, I like this music. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's pretty funny. It's over dramatic, which I think his characters. I like classical work. music for yeah. entrance music. I think it works. Yeah. Uh, and is he what is he going by Hollywood Jack Perry or did I? Imagine that. I'm I'm thinking that too. So I they, right now it's just Jack Perry. Okay. So that that's also okay. But Hollywood Jack Perry works too. I wish I saw people online. Someone edited it to make it him come out to the 90210 theme instead. Mm-hmm. And I think that would have worked really well, but probably a bit harder to maybe access that song. But, yeah, and um, wouldn't really make sense. No, I I, it's more of a baby face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So Perry cheating to win here and. Becoming the new FTW champion. I've not been sold on his heel run so far, but the smile on his face as he was covering Hook, I thought was awesome. And I think we need more of that from this uh, this Jung boy. It seems kind of, you know, like Dom winning the North American Championship. And I feel Jungle Boy is a very similar character. Obviously, they're going to go for that. Obviously, yeah. way, way better in ring. Yeah. But I think that's what they're going for. And I think the his like kind of shit promos is gonna start working for him like it worked for Don. Right. So um yeah, I, I thought this was pretty fun to kick things off. No, I, I, I love Jack Perry. I think they should go like into this where he like he's he really thinks he's del- he gets delusional that he is Hollywood. Maybe mm. he should be going for like auditions. 
<laughs> and like getting out of you know trying to go for B movies or something like I don't know like if that's the direction but I loved the the finish where he pins him and he's got that smug look like yeah. I've been using that re- reaction meme all week it's so funny uh, I, I I was into this I'm I can get into I don't believe Jack Perry is like a a main key player at this point like having kind of Ricky Starks be heel at the same time is kind of weird where mm. two baby faces who are kind of in the same slot are now heels. Like, cool, but I have more faith in, like, kind of seeing where this can go. And call me crazy, I wouldn't mind just putting Jungle Boy back with Christian. <laughs> I wouldn't go there yet. Because right. I, I think Jungle Boy does need to stand on his own. And I think Fair. as soon as he's with him, like, Christian will be taking the lead more. Yeah. Um, what I wonder is, is he going to uh, retire the FTW Championship to kind of... Oh, like, okay. like, you know, just throw it in the river or the trash right, yeah, or something yeah. to disrespect Taz and yeah. further that feud. Because Taz on commentary has been very much like, it'll cut to him and he's like, I'm so mad right now, but I've got a job to do. I think he's, I think he's bridging that pretty nicely right. with being like upset for his son, but also like, okay, I've got to do my job here. So I could see him like, just like disrespecting it by throwing it away. True. Or... I think the heel thing where I'm pretty sure like a week or so ago he was saying about ah it's not even a legitimate title and now he goes forward with it being like this is, this is the, the real title, title. this, this is, is the legitimate. real title this is the title in wrestling <laughs> yeah he can both go both ways and I think both work pretty nicely for him yeah I I like Jack Perry I know some people I, I feel like this is the, the what he needs to get through you need to get more comfortable in in a character and he'll mm. become that if he goes through this so i'm I'm liking it so far and it it did remind me of Dom because it's like getting a reaction now where people just want to boo him so it's gonna work do you see Taz getting involved as more of a character in this story uh I kind of hope not he can't really do physical stuff right so no but you can talk yeah he is you a can talk a dance like better than hook can well so I'm just like, wondering like it's Jack who kind of needs the the talk it's almost mm. like throw him in the deep end again and see where how he can talk as a heel i guess which he sounds better as a heel already so but yeah yeah but good uh, fun opener here with uh, jack perry going over uh we also had the uh blind eliminated tag final uh with mjf and adam cole going over daniel garcia and Sammy Guevara. And well, well, Danny and Sammy went over in the dance battle, right? <laughs> yes, I was going to say, this match had everything, including a dance battle and uh, MJF hitting a tope suicida. And a double awesome. clothesline. And the double clothesline to win it. Yeah, the double clothesline finish was definitely funny. Uh, this is like, I, I hate it and then I love it at the same time, but now I'm definitely leaning into like, Oh man, when the breakup happens, it's classic wrestling. It should just not happen. Yeah. Call like, an audible, change this. 100%. Like, I do not want. Uh, a, I think there's a bigger match than MJF Adam Cole at either All In or yeah. All Out. But I think this is so early in this friendship and this team well, that that's way too soon to have them. You'd have to have them break up in like two weeks' time to yeah. like start this feud. I, I'd say run with this. You can do the breakup at like. What what's the one like full gear or like save it till later in the year? Right. I think would be great. Um, I'm I'm definitely in the camp of enjoying this. I get the criticisms of kind of the world champion doing comedy and stuff, but I think it's getting both guys more over than they were. Um, yeah, I I really enjoyed this. 
Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Like it shows the the shirt, the the silly shirt, like sold like an insane amount in the first like few days. I know someone who bought one. <laughs> uh, I like the 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 angle makes the, he makes me laugh. Uh, broken record. It, he reminds me of like a comedy act. Like he's so well rounded in in mm. being on the screen. Like there's something crazy about how he's like what twenty four, twenty five. MJF is just amazing. I I see this guy dipping wrestling after like five years because he's just naturally that funny and believable but i love this stuff with adam cole when it came the dancing the dance off sure that actually didn't maybe hit as as well for me but everything else really did so uh i i see the criticism i like uh i like the touches as well of to start with it was um it was mjf you know making the shirt for them and all that suggesting the double clothes line and now it's uh, kayfabe wise it's Adam Cole who's gone off to ruckus and got this the, the mashup made. theme which is lit it's going like where's where's Cole's music where yeah, is it and it's then, so funny yeah, so all those that. little t- touches are pretty fun and the tope like you mentioned yeah, yeah like I can't wait to actually see MJF as a proper baby face one day like he'll have a hell of a run as one I mean this is testing the waters we see I mean bit. this is like the Mox feud when he was like playing baby as yeah. well but uh, yeah really uh, really enjoyed this and then seems to play into kind of the fracturing of uh the jas as well because garcia and sammy seem kind of dejected after it they seem to like like yeah. leave jericho i behind. just don't yeah i just don't know what i'm, I'm how am i supposed to care about sammy Guevara right now yeah every week i'm not sure if i'm supposed to hate you or like you so they uh, this has been the thing with kind of all of uh jericho's factions they kind of just fizzle out don't yeah. they it's like inner circle won't be a thing for for months, and then they're like, okay, the inner circle are having a match, and like, oh, they are still. Oh, a thing. okay. And it's it's been a mess with this, like, you know, I think Daniel Garcia is starting to lean a bit more babyface now. As oh well yeah, in this yeah, story, yeah. but uh, they just gave his character to Sammy for like the last year, and it's it's definitely not what I want. I I want to see Garcia be more of the focus. I think he. W- I mean. He is. He is. He gets the reaction. Yeah. He gets the react. He has the dance. As silly as it is, the dance is what like got that like sports entertainment thing over. And he'll always have that throughout his the rest of his career, yeah. which is like a little wrinkle to his character. But like he he the cream will rise to the top. And again, I'm not bashing Sammy Guevara. I actually think he's really talented as well. But I think Garcia will kind of surpass that character. Like his character is more interesting. Oh, 100%. and you don't you don't know you you want to boo him but it's more fun Garcia Garcia's definitely picked up on like little things because doing he just did an interview recently I was just reading I think on post wrestling shout out Andrew Thompson I guess uh, typing that one out for me to read but I think Daniel Garcia was talking about like yeah I, I was like labeled as this boring technical wrestler I hated that I, I look like everyone else I sound like everyone else why would I be put in that and now I don't think that like, he's definitely like I think the JAS has helped him, yeah. like learning off of Jericho and things. Whereas I think he'd be, I mean, he'd be in the the Utah role otherwise. Really. Yeah, Which, exactly. Like Utah's doing well as well, for like, sure. But I definitely think this has got the personality out of Garcia. And then seeing, like, I don't know how it will work as a babyface doing the dance for a big move, but it's. It I mean, will. it pops it huge. I, the Shibata match, I'll talk about a bit later. Like it, it did. It got crazy reactions. So uh, eventually, it'll he'll be babyface and it'll be fine. But but then, what's going on with poor Roddy and his neck as well? He's he's losing his. <laughs> okay, I mean, was that was this set up where 
it was supposed to make me howl laughing. I feel, I feel, Adam, I feel Adam. Tony's booking this specifically for us. Yeah, <laughs> like, this whole ridiculous body strong neck, neck brace. Injury. Yeah, he's still in neck brace. He, Adam Cole just forgot about him. Like, is this all going to turn out that it's Roddy turns on them? And splits them up. Like, what the hell is going on here? Mm. I have no idea. It's just, that made me laugh so much. When he's just like, Adam, wait. <laughs> so Adam's oh, just sorry, been a dick. He just left him in the dust. Will we get a, uh, like, a vignette? We should get a vignette. Where now MJF and uh, Cole are, like, fully bonded. They're not trying yeah. to, like, win each other over. But now Adam wants to introduce his friend Roddy to Max. And, like, trying to get them along. Right. I'd be a lot of people will hate that. I'd be down. <laughs> Just uh, don't show Roddy. Uh, what is it? What does he hate? Trunks. Uh, yeah. Trunks of cars. Trunks of cars. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I wheels like... is Johnny, isn't it? Yeah. Johnny hates. Yeah. Wheels. I feel like Tony Khan is just a big fan of NXT and. <laughs> Oh, 100%. It's like, yo, Roddy, you disappeared in a neck brace. You're going to wear one again. Yeah, it's so funny. Because you might disappear again. And has he had a match since that Jericho one? I'm trying to no, so it's and like... that match was awesome. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. I No, no, he fought Joe. And then it got beat got up you, by right. Joe. Yeah, right, that's yeah. right, that's right. Uh, I would like to see MJF Roddy. I would like to see Roddy wrestle uh, again. And uh, more, he's going to get his neck better. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, just, I, I love him in AEW and wrestling, and I, I want to see more of that. And there's so many other kind of dream matches to, to hit while he's here. Uh, and then he'll get the neck brace on, disappear, and show back up in the Diamond Mine. Oh, Diamond Mine's gone, I guess. Oh, yeah. oh, he'll be, he'll, he might be one of the people in the Yellow Masks. You know, who's, where's that Cole it's, it's, Carter guy? Two dimes? Yeah, he apparently he's not on the roster anymore. It's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I mean... But that's another story. That's... I mean, uh, Tony D and Stax visiting SmackDown may have saw some ghosts walking in the hallway if you saw that video with Pretty Deadly. Pretty deadly. It'd be even more funny if uh, Two Dimes were to show up. Imagine the, the pop. Sting yeah, again. imagine <laughs> the pop when he takes off the mask. Everyone's like, who the fuck who? is that guy? Yeah, that was still one of the wildest episodes of, uh, yeah. of Dynamite. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That one. Yeah. Um, and then we had the main event, Blood and Guts, finally putting an end to this uh, BCC versus the Elite, Golden Elite uh, feud. In, uh, in my opinion, the best Blood and Guts match we've seen. Some really creative spots here. Uh, great storytelling. Um, I loved the, uh, the idea of Pac and... Takeshita walking out, although technically isn't that forfeit, and the BC and Elite would have just won. I think they're just like, nah, I'm done. And yeah, they, they leave. So it's I don't know. Yeah. But I thought it made it made sense because you had BCC as the unit, and these two were like hired mercenaries right. who are like, no, nope, I've got like these guys are crazy. And although I think the finish was kind of missed on TV, it seemed to be Mox giving up, like for surrendering Utah. for Utah. Who was in that same chokehold that Mox tapped out to with right. the chain and everything? I thought the storytelling there was really good. And then off air, uh, Kenny kind of cuts his speech where he says he respects them and let's put this to an end. And they all shake hands. So it feels like, especially for Mox, this is end of this feud. We respect each other now. We've bled together. And Mox is probably going to go more babyface moving forward. Which I think needs to happen. Uh, I don't know if Mox is like quite everyone's like cup of tea. I think this heel run, it was just kind of weird because you want to cheer for this guy and mm. you want to, and he gets the reaction. So it felt a little backwards and it ran a bit long. Mm. Uh, so I think now like you should go back to babyface because 
you'll, I think you'll fill more seats that way. I think that it was a problem. Why wouldn't you use this like big star as position well, it, that way? Also, I think what I, I love these like big multi-man matches, but it was a big issue with the last pay-per-view. You're putting 10 of your top stars yeah. all in one match. And then the rest, the the rest is a little weak yeah. where you might want that big Moxley death match in there or whatever yeah so that's kind of where i'm at like i like let's bring in june kasai let's bring in despy let's have some mocks go fucking mental and do some crazy shit and people will go nuts for it again i think putting him in this pigeonhole of you're supposed to be the bad guy but people love to sing wild thing Mm. it's like clearly this guy is the the people's champ essentially like people want to support this guy so put him back in another storyline you don't need to separate the BCC, but maybe let them do their own thing. Claudio's the Ring of Honor champion. Let him do some stuff. Wheeler, take a little backseat nap for a little while. You got beat up a lot. I think it's fine. Like, this is their dojo, if yeah. you know what I mean. BCC. You don't need to have a big breakup thing, but you can have them go off and do different things. Yeah. and still represent the combat club. Um, like Moxley, Moxley Orange Cassidy for the international championship. Okay. You know, something like yeah. that. Like, that's another big kind of marquee match. I loved this blood and guts mm. match uh i saw there was like some criticisms with kota Ibushi. he didn't look necessarily as fucking jacked as he normally does but i didn't think necessarily he looked bad but i also didn't think they highlighted him in a crazy way that if you didn't know who he was you might not really understand how I, special he yeah, is. yeah i think uh i think an issue with AEW, and i had this with that anarchy in the arena as well is their production isn't where wwe is and i okay sometimes wwe is very produced and you know everything's been very deliberately set out but you don't miss stuff and i think uh in these big multi-man matches especially you're dealing with two k like two rings at a huge cage it's difficult to catch everything and i felt like the last anarchy in the arena quite a bit was missed and if you are someone who isn't aware of kotrabushi and this guy's just come in with like a week's notice and I don't think he did anything. I think people would be like, sorry, what's the deal with this guy? And I love Kodo Ibushi, but he didn't, obviously he's dealt with that injury for the best almost two years now. Only had a couple of matches back since then. He didn't look in the peak Kodo Ibushi shape. Still looks God yeah. better than I do. Yeah, you know, yeah. Don't get I, me wrong. I'm trying to think. The, I think the first thing he does though is the moonsault onto the, like the bed of nails, the bed of yeah. roses, which that okay, that that definitely got my attention right away. Uh, but yeah, I I still I love love this match. There was just but. a couple of like botched spots as well. Like there was the like bastard driver counter thing, which didn't really work with Takeshita. Uh, there was like a, one of his kicks, which like he missed by like. Thought. Yeah, but again, is that production stuff? That could have been. You it's, know, it's a bit yeah. of both. Yeah. I I didn't think it was a great first impression for Ibushi, but I love the match, and I I think maybe uh, I think also you kind of sacrifice that big like Kenny and Ibushi really teaming together again which he would have got in a tag match and there's there's so much of his offense he can't really do like in a cage because he jumps off shit that aside I did really enjoy the match and I I really like the storytelling I like how you know Mox kind of surrendering was a babyface move and the story is like the elite are tight. They're yeah. friends, like friends and love and all that is what they're saying. <laughs> and you've got a love for pro wrestling, but you're not together. Like these two other people let you down because they're not part of your right. team. And 
Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. This is definitely the best uh, AEW Blood and Guts, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd still say maybe some of the NXT ones were maybe above this, some of the crazier mm-hmm. stuff in them. But as far as – we were at last year's Blood and Guts. Yeah. And it was it was fun. It was cool. But this year – you know, last year had its moments. I remember Eddie coming in and just whacking people with the stick. Got, yeah. got a huge reaction. But I got similar reactions to this where it's like – Guys were coming in and just killing people when Moxley had the like what the fork, the screwdriver, and the yeah. the bed of screwdrivers, and clearly what's that Abdullah the butcher? Yeah, like it was it was pretty good. So I, I definitely got into it, and like I thought it was just beautiful that they had Shark Week sponsor it, but I had no idea oh that when God. they cut to being sponsored by what Blood Services and the Red Cross, I was I was falling out of my seat laughing like. Bravo to whoever decided to link that together because that is just beautiful. It's like they they couldn't get that pizza cutter one, but yeah. they were ahead of the game for this one. They knew that was. I love how commentary were just like laughing, yeah. as like doing this read. They're like, "This is you're making us do yeah. this now." Yeah. There's just blood dripping everywhere, everywhere. and we're yeah. saying, "What was it? Donate blood?" Yeah, kind of thing. So good. So yeah, uh, I thought it was pretty good, and I'm excited to kind of see the next chapter, like moving away from this like gang warfare kind of stuff so now we've got to we've got to get everyone in their big singles roles right for whether that be uh like kenny getting ready for uh osprey um you know you've got uh yeah i mean we have more things hopefully in a serious tag feud coming up we we have an event for All In the same day we're having All In it. And we have more stuff pl- planned and booked than Tony Khan has for his stadium Wembley show. I think it's – I think he knows what it – like, he must know the card. But you've got to get over these big events. Like, now Blood and Guts is over. I feel like next week we'll start getting a sense of what this card is. Because, like, the only match announced is for All Out, and it's Darby versus Luchasaurus. So like, where's the all in? Let's go. Let's this week. There better be like some matches announced. And I you've got to like, you've got to build story though. Yeah. You can't just announce like it's sold. You know, yeah, like yeah. they've sold enough tickets. Like now you start announcing those matches to get. Like I don't want to just have a match randomly thrown three months out. Like we want the story to build right. up to it and and everything. And I'm we're still what like a month out. I think now, yeah, four weeks, five weeks. Well, it's the, yeah, twenty seven. I, I think come this Wednesday, we'll start getting an idea of what all these matches are going to be. Yeah, uh, at this point, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping it's not Golden Lovers versus Jericho and Takeshita, but that could possibly be one of them. I think we do see Kenny versus Osprey at Wembley. It just it, after for they got to do like, that. That just makes sense. Yeah. Like finish that story and kind of thing because the story with Don Callis and Takeshita and all that isn't over yet. So no. that continues, I, I would imagine. So. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll we'll see somewhere. Is it MJF Adam Cole also? Again, that's that's like they got to yeah. split him up like yeah. next week, which isn't isn't good. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, uh, that was dynamite, but we also had uh, a random ROH pay per view this week. Oh yeah. I uh, I haven't had a chance to see this. I did catch a bit of the the main event with you yesterday, but uh, do you want to talk us through Death Before Dishonor? Yeah, uh, I I definitely cherry picked this. I completely forgot that there was a pay per view. I think so did Tony Khan, to be honest. Yeah, I mean the the Ring of Honor title match was basically put together with Pac walking out of that Blood and Guts yeah. match. TK later on being like, "Oh, and now he's the challenger." It's kind of like ah, uh, if there was somewhat of a story, like the match sounds good, but I felt like it really didn't have steam behind it so much that they didn't make it the main event. Anyways, which I think was the better idea, the better 
story there. So there was this this like presser with Tony Khan where he basically admitted he had all these plans for Eddie Kingston and didn't really want Eddie Kingston to do the G1 because uh, obviously he'd have been part of that uh, blood and guts match. Right. And uh, we would assume would be Claudio's opponent as well. But like, if I was Eddie, I'd be like, sorry, you're like, you don't use me for six months. And then when it's the G1 and something I want to do, that's when you suddenly have creative plans for me. Nah, I'm yeah. going to Japan. I'm I'm living my dream. Yeah. So, uh, but that definitely threw it. But yeah, this is... This was like the most thrown together RH card so far. It feels. I I felt that way. I I cherry picked through some of it today uh, or yesterday on fight and um, let, there was I watched Gravity versus Commander and I was like, wow, there's a guy named Gravity. I'm like, huh. I wonder if they and before I could even think it, they were like, oh, by the way, Gravity is gonna face the guy that Gravity forgot. So, like, I Next know there week. was all that. Uh, discourse when they announced Kenny versus Vikingo as a dream match they announced this as a dream match and I I feel I know know kind of what's going on yeah. I've never heard of this fucking gravity guy. he's wearing Axiom's mask yeah uh, and yeah but how was he was he good he was good he beat Commander which I was like okay well like for someone to just come in and this guy Commander's not won anything <laughs> since coming no. into AW just yeah it was a pretty fun lucha match but um what else? Oh, uh, Joe beat Dalton Castle. That was all right. Aussie Open are the new Ring of Honor tag team champions. Nice. So, okay. yeah, uh, Mark Davis is back from his injury. So him and Kyle Fletcher in this four-way. Uh, the Lucha Brothers lost the titles to Aussie Open, who said they're taking over Ring of Honor. They have, they've now, what, signed with AEW slash yeah, Ring of that, Honor? Yeah, that's great. Like, I'm glad uh, Mark Davis was injured. Yeah, yeah I'm glad he's back because... Uh, this is a great tag team, and I, I think we'll, we'll go on to like FTR's promo in a little bit. Where, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm happy for them. That's that's great. Uh, happy for the Lucha Brothers because I think they didn't want to keep working this Ring of Honor taping because they do other stuff on uh, the weekends, yeah. <laughs> like Lucha shows. And, yeah, and stuff. absolutely. So it kind of makes sense for them to uh, drop those titles as well. I like Aussie Open, so I'm interested to see them down the line, and and that might be another like. They they were they were doing interviews saying about how they weren't they wanted to be in Japan but they didn't get that offer so Tony Khan slipped them the the deal nice. and they they went with that so I wonder if that is also a a playing a, a chip for hey Osprey you want to sign mm. in another year or so well the thing is with Osprey he's he he's just said he doesn't want to move to the states right that's a big part of it and if you're doing like he might be more on a you see it with Pac. Pac disappears for seven months yeah. and comes back because he, he doesn't want to live there. He wants to live in the UK. So I think that's going to be a big factor with Osprey. Um, but he's such a special talent. I don't mind him being these kind of, you know, Brock Lesnar kind of yeah, deal, yeah. you know, like just coming in for those big, big matches and stay doing Japan as well. Um, how is the uh, Daniel Garcia Shibata? Yeah, that was really fun. I'm still not completely sold on rounds matches and stuff i just rather prefer a singles match call me crazy call me whatever you like but i really got into this as well uh the the highlight is when shibata like garcia does the dance to Mm. stop like a move and shibata just like looks disappointed so he does his sit down cross-legged thing and like garcia uh is a huge fan of shibata has done the sit down spot many Mm. times 
So goes to do it, but dances as he sits down, and then like Shabbat is even more disappointed, and then like one it of sounds the, like Asa Abal when yeah. we're like going to sit down, but yeah, he's yeah, still yeah. like grooving. So like the one finishes where he gets put in the sleeper, and he's dancing as he like fades. So uh, very funny, but also like the wrestling match matched really well. But my only criticism would be like I want to see it as an actual one on one singles match, which you could just put on like on a dynamite. But I mean, I think the highlight of that comes from the presser as well where Shibata used a voice translator app to talk and speak and used like thank you Tony Khan for revigorating my love for pro wrestling. Thank you for booking me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. My, thanks the for company believing. I work for doesn't but yeah. thank you. Or thanks the doctors I guess. Uh, so that was pretty fun and I love Shibata being kind of in this role in Ring of Honor but my I would like to see more from those guys because uh, that was a, a definite highlight from this show. Uh, I did uh, skip a few of the other matches, but I did check out Claudio versus Pac. Again, great match. They went under like 20 minutes there, but huge table bump from Pac for no reason, which I was like, that's scary. But again, wrestling was crazy. We we do NXT. I, we've been covering NXT for quite a long time, and we do a show called Was Next, where we're currently kind of in between the Sami Zayn-Cesaro mm. feud from the famous NXT feud. And it's interesting because Pac who was Neville there, was around the same time and never really... So I'm looking, and the only yeah. match they had in WWE, we've talked about on Was Next. Right. It was 21st of March, 2013. Wow. So uh, that was when they both had first names as well. Yeah. Adrian Neville versus Antonio Cesaro. Antonio Cesaro. And the only other match they've had, uh, singles, they've had uh, a PWG match and a Shikara match, both in 2007. That's wild. So... It's kind of crazy because they were both in the company yeah. for quite a while together and that these two haven't matched up. They had a uh, one six-man tag where they were partnering each other as well. So that's that's it. So kind of uh, I saw some like some jokes about like, oh, I'd have, uh, cool, what a, what a main event. It's two guys who are mid-card nothing in WWE like going at it. But they never actually had a match. So yeah. I'm sure they matched pretty well. They, they did. I, again, I think put, being a pay-per-view title match put together like a day or two before is kind of just lazy. And I think I, I saw through that, at least. I couldn't get as interested Especially in it. Especially when you're, yeah, you're trying to get people to pay for this, yeah. this thing. And I think we, actually, I need to cancel my Honor Club subscription. But uh, <laughs> we don't watch the weekly TV. But in the past, we've been like, okay, all right, you've announced Briscoe's FTR. I'll put my money down for that. Yeah. And you know you're going to get high-quality wrestling. However, now when you've got a G1 going on, you've got Collision going on as well. Uh, there's so much that I'm not, I can't really see myself paying 20, 30 bucks for a pay-per-view. No. You, you haven't told me any of the matches. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Uh, there was some good wrestling on it. It ended with the main event of Athena taking on Willow Nightingale for the ROH women's title. This was the, the best match that I watched. Yeah, I, I awesome. watched most of this. This this was pretty good. Yeah, lots of callbacks from both women to like a lot of older uh, women's wrestling through the years. It was like almost a little uh, tip of the hat to that. There was some great stuff in this match. I, I really love Willow Nightingale. She's become one of my favorite wrestlers on AEW, ring of honor whatever it may be i'm kind of happy she didn't win this title because i'd rather keep her on AEW as one of their kind of ace up the sleeves yeah i really feel that kind of mercedes injury and the audible with her going over has kind of propelled her maybe quicker than she was going to be because i i think she's definitely one of the better ones there and 
everyone seems to love her. Like she gets great reactions. And I thought her and Athena worked really well. I, I'm baffled by, look, Athena, your favorite. No, if you've been listening to me for years, you know, I'm not a big Athena fan, but the wrestling is there. And I definitely feel this heel character works so much better than her being this corny baby face. And it just confuses me why you're just keeping her solely to ROH. Claudio, Claudio's on both shows. Yeah. Like, and I think when you, this women's division needs that, like those strong veteran women wrestlers. I think there's a lot of potential there, but there's a lot of green week women's wrestlers in AEW. Let's say it how it is. Why you're not using Athena more, especially with this new character, which works so well. And her wings, they look good finally. Yeah. They look, they looked really good. So, so yeah, I, I, part of me wanted to see Willow win to move it like Athena into AEW, but yeah, they, they need to fix this women's division. This, this, this has to be like one of the best women's matches AEW's put out or whatever. I'm calling AEW. This is Ring of Honor is now what? They're NXT. NXT, That's how I see it. Right. So like, cool. Cause there was a lot of good wrestling on the show. I don't think anyone was like, oh, this was terrible or anything, but it would, they, there should be a little bit more like cohesiveness of, don't just randomly throw it together. Or is that what Ring of Honor used to be? And they're like, fuck it, I'm going to do that anyways. Mm-hmm. And there's more people at these events than there was at any other Ring of Honor shows it's before. True. So yeah, like, it's true. really, I don't know. Uh, it is it is quite interesting. But uh, that was awesome. honestly a, a really awesome match. Uh, uh, would recommend if you haven't checked it out because we, we watched it, but it was it was really good. You're right, though. Athena should be featured on AW. She can wrestle circles around all these other women. So. Like this week, we were, I mean, Blood and Guts was going to be an hour long, but we just had a completely unnecessary one minute Britt Baker match, which yeah. led to absolutely nothing. To let people go, is Sasha coming up? No, she's no. not. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's go to Collision, which happened last night. And we had a, uh, we opened with a bit of a promo segment. A which, bit, a bit of a yeah, promo. Yeah, which long. Set up our, our main event, uh, which uh, I didn't mind this. I didn't, I, I wondered if this is a, they didn't announce a CM Punk match ahead, but I'm wondering if this is a way to condition people by being like, hey, you might get a CM Punk match. Yeah, Even Tunk- if we don't announce it, yeah. you might get it. Yeah, they basically promoted it like, hey, CM Punk is here and he, he's, he's looking for a fight. Is what mm. the, how TK promotes CM Punk now. He's looking for a fight, yeah. meaning I'm going to book a match. I just don't know it yet. <laughs> uh, I quite like Ricky's promo. I thought he sounded good in this kind of new hill role just kind of we've seen him in this role before like when he was in team taz but just amping up a, a bit i i thought he sounded pretty good uh darby wasn't so sure i prefer when he's being moody and broody yeah. rather than being like i'm gonna partner my friend cm punk <laughs> like you know what uh i watched this uh this morning and i thought everyone sounded terrible except christian right. i thought C- i think cm punk is on borrow time i think he's just he has to do this. He's mm. contractually obligated. He's fucked. He has to do this now. I think he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I genuinely think that. he He's getting mediocre heel heat by dissing the New, New Jersey Devils. Mm. Like, you're you're doing what every wrestler does ever. You're nothing. To me, I, I, I thought he sounded not good. I thought, I'm not a huge Ricky Starks fan, but when he talks, oh man, like, mm. you can't not enjoy him. He's so good. The joke about the bag. Yeah, had me laughing. But then Christian comes in, and once again, Christian fucking steam ceiling goes. What kind of a man calls himself a champion? By and it's like 
obviously Very knows what he's do- yeah, saying, yeah, right? 100%. Like, oh man. So I, I actually, I didn't think I, I love Darby, but I can't get behind it, of him as being a main event guy, the the guy when he cuts promos like this. I don't, I don't think he's a character that really needs to talk a whole lot. Yeah, and, and he I, still I've chooses. Liked, to. I've liked him when he's like. Just says minimal stuff. He's so boring. Imagine, imagine you're, you see a, a fight happen in the street, right? And these guys are, you son of a bitch, let's go. You, you know, you, you, and this, hold on a second. When I see, when I was a kid, you know, I was depressed. Shut the fuck up. Like, what is this? This is but wrestling. Like, I, I felt like here he's, he's having too much fun. And I don't think Darby's a character like, who has fun. You just know? fight people. I don't um, know. I'm, I, I felt this was a little messy, all to set up Ricky, who's now a heel, but, but Punk then disses Jersey's hockey team, so then he's getting booed. And then Darby comes out, they're kind of cheering him. And then Christian comes out and they're booing him. So it's like, who am I supposed to like here? Because you all sound miserable bad guys. Mm. So I'm like, I, I thought this was really confusing. All to promote the tag match, which then like went, felt like it went on for like quite a long time at that, that main event. Yeah. Uh, I, I disagree about Punk. I do think I do genuinely think he wants to wrestle, and I don't think he would be back at all if he didn't want to. And he just he comes off as a bad the, guy. Oh, one, yeah. yeah, he should be healed one hundred percent. I yeah. agree with you there, yeah. but I don't think he. I don't think he doesn't care. I don't think he's waiting out his contract because I I do think he'd be gone by now. And the talks of him, you know, leading this like locker room meeting the other day and talking about how they want to differentiate. Like yeah. collision and stuff, you you wouldn't be doing that if you didn't care and you're just there for the paycheck. I don't think. Um, we did have a, a trios championship match. It seems like they've done away with the uh, house rules. Uh, no mention of that. Remember oh, when yeah. House were doing that when house they were rules. doing trios matches two months ago. Yeah, <laughs> they did it like once or twice, and then yeah. Uh, but the big story here is uh, the uh, daddy ass taking the pin here, losing. Uh, and taking his boots off, oh. leaving them in the ring. Is Billy Gunn done? Damn. Yeah, is this the one and done? The one gun and done. Mm. Uh, end of an ass era here. Is it? I. It's kind of weird, but also, like, I guess. I don't know what else. Like, it seems like it's wrestling, so it's too it's, over the top. But We could build to a retirement match, maybe. Because, like... Why would you do of, of an angle that you had, like, he eats the black mask, and after the match, like, briefly, you see them go, like, hey, cheers, thank you. To, to yeah. ask, so, and then, obviously, the acclaim have their moment, and then commentary, like, oh, like, great tag team wrestling career there for, for you know, whatever. And I'm like, okay, that seems then legit. I don't know what, what other way would you I, possibly bring this I really back. liked it, and I, I like how, because the commentary were going, oh, maybe, uh, maybe... It wasn't respect. Maybe he was going, you're done. Like, and I think, and I think daddy ass, like he cares about the acclaimed and he's like, I'm letting these kids down. Then just be their manager again, bro. I can't bro. hang anymore. Uh, I quite like the story and to think like, you know, I'm, I'm going to unnecessarily shit on Matt Hardy here. Yeah. I think if Matt Hardy did this angle now, we wouldn't care right. at all. Billy Gunn, who I think has been a lesser character than Matt Hardy over the years, has had such a great run with the acclaimed and still looks great, I yeah, think. Jack Ken. Yeah. I uh like and the crowd really got into this. I I, I genuinely kind of cared about this. So angle. like yeah, is it just he's done and that's it? He's he's going back to the Fed? Bowens and, and Casta have to talk to him. Sean's like, bro, 
I got you. I got you a gig. Come back. Come mm-hmm. home. And he's like, guys, I got to get out of here. I, I got to go. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Or is this all angles where there's videos to get him back, mm. you know, back in the in the ring? They do win the titles. Like, they get a retribution angle against House of Black. That's one of the all-in yeah. trios matches with him coming back. I don't know. But I at this moment, we got to pour one out for Daddy Ass. Pour one out. Best match ever, uh, Billy Gunn. I guess so. I guess so. If he is done, if he is truly done... Uh, he's truly the. What, he's been through so much. He's what he was a gun. He was a. Uh, he was gay. He was gay. He, uh, he was a new age outlaw. Yeah. He's in DX. Yeah. He was the one. Yeah. Uh, he. We talked about how he was gay. We talked about how. <laughs> we talked about how he was. You no, know, he wasn't the biker. The other Chuck Palumbo yeah, was a biker. Sorry, yeah. what else was he then? Um. That's like his bum. Yeah. yeah. He lo- yeah, he was an ass man, yeah. of course. How could I forget that? Uh he was King of the Ring? He was King of the Ring. But my name's Billy. It doesn't matter. That yeah. Best moment of his career. I knew he wasn't even a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> the rock <laughs> shitting on him. Uh no, uh, I loved him as Daddy Ass. Yeah. I don't want it to be over. Well, I think there's definitely more to come from this. It's more ass Absolutely. in this more to ass squeeze. To come. <laughs> uh we also had uh FTR interviewed here and uh kind of just saying about how uh, MJF and Adam Cole are a bit of a joke telling Adam Cole not to trust MJF because he is the devil and will stab you in the back but kind of it's like hey these aren't even a real tag team and then they're having dances in their biggest match so right. um, what I did find interesting was they were like we've got unfinished business with uh, the acclaimed Aussie Open and the Young Bucks real tag teams Oh, um, I'm wondering if this is a little tip to maybe all in or all out, whether yes. they're doing like a four way with all four of these teams or, you know, one team on one, one team on another. But it's, I want this tag division to start getting a bit more serious again. I agree. Because, and it has been. Yeah, but we've, last week's we've tag got match, a right? bunch of, you know, makeshift teams all the time going for it. Where this, when this company started, you had so many tag teams. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, LAX, Power and Powerful, have not been on TV for a long time. I don't know Santana's status still. He's been injured for well over a year now. Right. Um, but they were a team that should have got a shot at some point, you know? Uh, you've got Lucha Brothers coming back. You've got, uh, you've got best friends there. You've, got, you've had all these, like, proper tag teams. But I think, uh, yeah, I, I'm down for, I, especially the Bucks. The Bucks need to have a, a serious I, tag feud like, again. I know it's going back to the well, but that should just be all in, right? Yeah. Like, fuck it. Bucks and FTR. Just please, just do it. And and I think Aussie Open being healthy again now, that's great. That's yeah, going to yeah. add something to di- this division. Because when this company started, this really felt like a, a tag team wrestling company where you can headline pay-per-views yeah, with a tag yeah. title if you wanted to. And it hasn't quite been like that for a little bit. I don't Maybe think. we'll get... Like, again, people were praising last week's tag match that was like almost an hour long they they got some the, the rub there of like hey this is treat being treated special i can see them getting a shot as well again whether it be in a multi-man or yeah. something like mcginnis says well they won the first fall which means they would have won if it was a normal match right kind of putting that thing on there as well hey mcginnis could be wrestling it all in too do you think <laughs> i don't i don't want to sound like a, i just don't think i would that's not a big drop yeah gone. don't do it man just it's let it go please gone, yeah think. uh when I think when he was in NXT, yeah. you know, that they, WWE released that documentary about him and how basically he couldn't wrestle because he 
couldn't afford to get a certain surgery he needed to when signing with them or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. So I I think then would have been a good time. I think it's way too far gone now, yeah, in I my agree. opinion. Uh, I hope all in, though, is FTR and the Bucks. I'd if you it. think maybe a multi-man, like the, the Lucha Brothers should be involved in that card as well somehow. So there's a few other like options that you could go for in there. Uh, shout out Fire Frank in the chat reminding me that... Oh, sorry, Ro- Rob Rorb saying, don't forget about uh, Billy Gunn in the Voodoo Kin Mafia. Oh, How course. could I forget when he was Kip in yeah. TNA? Yeah. And Branavan saying Dax came across as the no fun police. A yeah. little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Stop yeah. with this scissoring nonsense and have more wrestling is what he said. He probably mentioned his daughter or something too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we had uh, a women's match on the show. Taya Valkyrie versus Sky Blue. Um, Taya Valkyrie going over and after the match calling out Britt Baker. Um, she's basically said, you what, you beat an extra on Wednesday. Uh, as I beat someone a bit more legitimate in Sky Blue. Let's do it. We haven't fought before. So uh, Taya kind of turning heel during this match against Sky, yeah, which little... is a role way better suited for her, Wh- I think. Yeah, Frankie Monet. Yeah. Never forget. Where's their dog? Remember the dog? Yeah, what was his name? Oh, I can't Fluffy, remember. Fluffy, Fools, I don't know. Fairy? Something with an F. No. Hmm. Percy? Was, what was Frankie Monet? Someone in the chat's going to know. Fire Frank's in the chat. He'll, he'll, he'll let us know. What was the name of that dog? Yeah, Frankie Monet's uh, dog. NXT. I, I think she's a better heel. Presley. Presley. Presley? Presley. Uh, I, think, I think she's better as a heel, but it's like unfortunate that like Sky Blue's kind of become one of their like homegrown talents that's growing and growing, and it kind of puts a like, halt to that again, but I guess they have bigger plans for Taya. But. I really like Sky Blue. I think yeah. she's really impressing me in ring. Uh, I am not a fan of... Uh, Taya Valkyrie's in ring work. I often find she she works kind of slow, and it's it's like she's working in slow motion a lot yeah, of the time. I yeah. feel, and I thought this was one of her better matches, and I put a lot of that down to Sky Blue. Uh, Taya's got some impressive size on her, and I think having a, a smaller opponent uh, worked a lot better. Her like the slow speed wasn't so bad against Sky because she's dominating her more. Um, and I think this is a way better role for her to be in in a in a like yeah. a heel role for sure. Yeah. Um, so her versus Brit, but yeah, there's still uh, women's division still has a lot to be desired. I think in AEW, which like you, we have talented people in there, and there's stories, but I just don't know. Like I, I don't mind uh, Tony Storm as the the heel champ with Soraya in her corner because I think that's the way it's better that way than having Soraya who never wrestles anyways. So. My my thing is is it's it's like a well like a catch twenty two in a way like you to get these characters more over and for them to get better in ring you need to give them more TV time yeah but also in my opinion you've got a two hour show I want to watch the best and in WWE. I put a lot of women in that company as the best. I want to be watching Becky Lynch. I want to be watching Bianca Belair right, and Charlotte right. Flair and the like. I I would put so many stars in AEW above majority of the women's roster, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. And that's not me shitting on women's wrestling. It's just it's just a fact of where the women are positioned. And it's you got a two hour dynamite. Would I rather see? Uh, uh, Adam Cole, MJF, uh, Kenny Omega, 
John Moxley, uh, the Bucks, the Lucha Brothers, House of Black over Taya Valkyrie? Yes, I would. <laughs> and I, it's, so it's, it is something where maybe, maybe try and make Collision or something a bit more women's heavy. Like use one of the show you've got, like make Rampage at this point, a all women's show to get the time and get the like, you know, these characters bigger because they can get there. Like we saw WWE's women's division was in the fucking mud for forever. Right. And then they made a conscious effort of trying to like build it up. And now you've got stars. But as I said, personally, I kind of watch rather watch some of the other talent there. Yeah. And it's like, look, they have some of it. They've created Britt Baker. They like that. That became a huge character there. Her wrestling kind of felt like it slipped for me Mm. recently. We, we lost him with Jamie. We have Tony. I think Tony, again, proper Tony Khan problem, not just Tony Storm here. Tony Khan's problem is you're a champion. Cool. Now we don't care about you. That's such a problem. Tony should be coming out, cutting promos of herself. Being like, look at these other bitches. They're nothing compared to me. I'm Tony Storm. Just like nothing. She never talks. She doesn't do anything. She has a match at a pay-per-view and then goes, oh, I'm still the champion. And to be fair, this week isn't the best week because you have got an hour-long match as your main event. So there is a lot less time for everyone. But it it is an ongoing thing, right? Like the outcast, Tony should come out, wrestle a non-title match, beat Sky, beat someone, whatever, and then cut a promo and be like, yo, like this division is weak. I'm beating everyone. And then Jamie comes back and you set up that match. Boom. Announce that all in. Depends what Jamie's state is. Right, yeah. Like, we Something, haven't seen like, her since do, do the injury. Treat, treat your stars like how they should be treated. I think they really mishandled the, the, the Hangman story. And I don't think they like bounced back properly from stories that like really important big stories. Because their, their movie ended. That season yeah. ended. And they, their season after was just not as hard hitting. Because it's like, well, now what do we do? He's champ. Your champions especially. Not necessarily your like... TNT International TBS but your main two champions like your men's your women's and your tag should have a proper segment every week yeah. whether it's a meaningful promo or whether you're not even there but like, meaningful match something they should have some big presence and you're completely right as soon as Hangman won it he was like buried in the middle of the show it's like Just, put him in a tag match it's like fuck yeah. <laughs> they, all they do is that uh, I I I'm, I'm still I think now going forward with a month out to the All In, which we now know is gonna air like live on TV at some way, shape, or form. There's gonna be some big matches announced for those two shows, All In and All Out, and I'm hoping that this week and then the week following we do get into that next chapter. We finally moved away from some stuff, so finally, like, let's let's kick into gear and and go like full gears of what we can do with with this company and seventy thousand people screaming in a stadium like what what are they going to deliver to that so i'm i'm still super into it but there is still a lot that i like groan at and uh when it comes to like a, a rampage which i did not watch at all a collision i cherry picked through i still really love dynamite is still my must watch show mm. i have to watch it so they still have me they still got me and they'll they won't lose me but like there's some things that really i scratch my head at sometimes uh i think i think in a way like the you know the talk about having um, more pay per views in the year. I, right. I kind of think Tony's booking lends to that. You know, a month to like yeah. you build a blunt guts, then you're building to all in, then you're building to this, then you're building to that. Yeah, because there's so long a gap between things where he he kind of rests on things because I've got a lot of time. We'll do a few TV things, and then it's oh, it's come up. I better rush and put it together now. 
So, just like, whereas if it's just like four week booking for a pay per view for a big event, move to the next one. It, it might actually suit his style a bit better. Because like the way things are going, we're getting all in. It's Punk versus Starks and MJF versus Adam yeah. Cole. Like that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Looking at the booking, this yeah, this you know far out. So and that doesn't necessarily like it's not as big a card as no, you could do. No. No. Um, then we had the main event, which was Christian Cage and Ricky Starks taking on Darby Allen and CM Punk, uh, with Ricky Starks winning with the, uh, the roll up and the hand on the ropes again. Fool me once. Can't get fooled again. Mm. Well, he did. Yeah. I, I did like that finish. I think it's pretty funny, but again, it's like, who am I supposed to be rooting for here? Because I am happy that Punk did, everyone wants to cheer Ricky because they're like, oh, the young up and comer guy that was a baby face, but now it's they're forcing that he's cheating. But we're like, but we want you to be the winner. Mm. We want you to be the good guy. So really, it's kind of backwards. It should have been Punk cheating, being like, I'm smarter than you. I've done this for years. I think I do think it kind of makes sense. I just I don't think I think Punk coming back should shouldn't be in this baby face role. And I think no. I think after the like that. Toronto Heat and everything, they should have just gone with it and had him turn. But I don't dislike Ricky being heel either. I think it does make sense. He's a guy who's been, you know, his whole time in AEW has been on the cusp of breaking out, but there's always been people just that tier above him. So now it's like, fuck it, I'm taking things into my own hands. I'm going to beat the top star in the company. Will I cheat? I got away with it. So I don't mind it. I, I kind of like it. This... This match was a bit long for me. So fucking it's long. The, it seems to be the, the different thing with Collision is they're going for, you know, longer matches. Um, like Dynamite this week aside is normally, you know, like six matches, something like that. Yeah. Whereas Collision's been like three or four. Right. So you get these longer main events. But I this this one didn't really do it for me. No, no. Uh Last week's was great, but this week, like, why did this match need to go this long? I don't think it needed to. Uh, yeah, I, I like Ricky Starks. I like him being a heel, but uh, I just asked, is that, is that, is that an exciting pay-per-view all-in no. match? No, it's not. So that kind of settles that feud for me. I like I that really... spear to Derby midair, like to the leg. I think he messed it up. <laughs> no, I know, but he looked great. It, he was meta cat, but kind of just speared his leg, and I thought he looked pretty cool. I liked, I like his pyro that they claimed was a hundred thousand oh, dollars. That was funny. Yeah. yeah, with the Cody, Cody pyro. I mean, so he's the one who's going to jump to WWE, right? Like he's the one closest to Cody. I think he's the one that would. That's why they have to put him in mm. these positions, or else he's not resigning. I'm, I'm starting to enjoy Collision. Timing-wise, it, it kind of sucks because I'm scrambling to watch it after yeah. a night shift and then before doing this. But I am enjoying it. It does have a different feel to Dynamite, which is good. It should feel different. I like, in general, I like that they're giving... This match didn't do it for me, but I like that there's, you know, a bit more focus on on ring time. It's, it's, it's kind of like a no-frills TV show, I feel. Like, it's a bit more kind of meat and potatoes wrestling. Um, but I think they're... I want to see a bit more, a few more angles going forward, a bit more story than just punk and, and things and yeah. Andrade with his mask. But oh, it's yeah. getting there. I am, I am like enjoying this show. I don't think it's much must see yet, though. Um, but yeah, they they announced so this whole Malachi Black Andrade feud over a mask is leading to a ladder match with Buddy Murphy. So Buddy <laughs> Murphy versus Andrade in a ladder match with a mask. 
Why is this not Malachi? That's been the feud. I don't understand. I It'd be know. a good match. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Buddy Murphy, just, Andrade sounds great. Just like, but... what? In a ladder match? And they don't do ladder, like, single ladder matches too often. No. So I'm like, kind of weird. Yeah. It'll be good. I'm sure it'll be good. It just... I'm, I should be way more into that than... Because like, you did it over a mask. And I'm like, this is... Yeah. And he, he shows up to Collision and they kick him out. He's like, wait, this isn't Dynamite. Am I, what day is it? Why am I getting kicked out of here? What's going on? It felt like that was a play on the Sammy Guevara thing. Which he got kicked out? Well, yeah, he was saying, I'm going oh. to fight you. I'm going to punch you in the face when I see you. And then he turned up and they were like, no, 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 you've got to go home. Oh, okay. And then we didn't see him for a year, right. pretty much. Oh, okay. So I, I think it was like a tease on... Well, Andrade uh, would eat him, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they were like, go home. <laughs> um, this, this week's uh, Dynamite's got Darby versus Swerve. So you know those two will, will Darby definitely Darby Swerve hit. and Orange versus uh, AR Fox, which I think will actually be really good. Okay, yeah, yeah. International. Uh, also, John Moxley and Claudio versus Lucha Brothers versus Best Friends. Okay. So... And then next week, uh, Collision has the ladder match. And what was the other na- match they announced? Uh, I can't remember. No. But I, yeah, they, I, I thought Collision look, uh, looks pretty good next week. Um, and I think that ladder match would be decent. But yeah, I, I think I'm higher on Collision than you are. It's just there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of wrestling. I, I, again, I really love last week's because it was just a really good match. But you, oh, you've got the the tag match next week. And oh, Jack sorry, and Cole. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That- that's probably when the like thing happens, right? I think what like Roddy comes out, costs them the match, and mm. there's a breakup. Do you think there's a chance they can win? <laughs> that that yeah, they should, and then lose it to someone else, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think what you could do more of is have because Collision are kind of giving. Mm like these main events time do more things that you're building up on dynamite like like this tag match yeah to you want that match you've got to tune in saturday night and have right. it feel like you know the big main events on a saturday night that you've got to go seek out but have it built more on yeah on dynamite rather than collision building their collision feuds and i think that's where this tag match could do i think they could do an one of their better numbers next week with yeah these two. yeah yeah for sure and that double clothesline yeah all right. Uh, well, let's move over to Japan to the the yeah. G one, uh, which I'm uh, pretty much up to date with. I've I've got to finish uh, last night's show. I, I've seen about four matches from it so far. Um, I'd say I still haven't had that like absolute blow away match in this tournament yet. But I've been I've been enjoying keeping up with it so far. Yeah, I agree. I love the 20 minute time limit, but maybe that's a factor that like we're, it's new still that we can't get into that like second gear because we know there's only like such limited time, but it's also still like the first like week of this. So maybe they're not necessarily. I think with that though, it's made these matches get so much more exciting when they hit 15 minutes. Yeah. Where think before 15 minutes, you're halfway, halfway through the match. And whereas now it's like there's this really exciting sprint in the last. Five minutes. It's like a real sport. And we've had quite a few draws so red already in the tournament, but also had those teases where someone's pinned with like 30 seconds to go. So I'm loving that 20 minute thing. Yeah, I, I'm definitely still the, just cherry picking. I love some of the ones we talked about last week, but just before recording here, uh, you recommended Ishii versus Shingo, which obviously those guys never miss. Uh, and didn't, didn't hit for me quite. That's, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. As I'm like, much huh. As their previous ones, like one of, 
a few years ago, they had one of my favorite matches of the year. It was Any, on our yeah, short list. But. Anytime these guys fight, it's it's usually noteworthy this one was good but it definitely didn't like get to like any next level at least i thought probably one of the better matches i've watched from this mm. tournament thus far again only a few days into it uh but it I, I didn't quite get to where i i thought it was uh what else did we, we for me i think my match of the tournament so far has been shingo hanare which was just uh, okay i just you know, watched that felt, yeah. felt fresh like i haven't seen a whole lot of hanare yeah uh, i think shingo kind of brings the best out of him just Really heavy hitting, some great like headbutt sequences, and just and yeah, just felt fresh in a proper G one match. I I really got into that. I've also really been enjoying watching the 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 three musketeers, Yoda Suji, yeah, Ben Rita, yeah. and Shoda Rumino, the cosplay trio. Yeah, in all of their their matches so far. Same with Kia Mia, who, who it just feels fresh, and they're they're all four of them are, are very good. Uh, I think Suji has this awesome charisma. Like, I definitely see him being... He looks freaky sometimes. I think he's the one that will comp- will be the first to, like, really break out okay. of the three. Um, but, yeah, been enjoying that, and I love how they, they've just been drawing against each other. Because they're, they're on the similar... They're, they're the, the pillars. Plane, yeah. They're the musketeers, right? Yeah. Uh, I've, been enjoying, I've been enjoying Shingo. Uh, I've been enjoying the G1 tournament postwrestling.com now oh, that yeah. i'm on the board how are you doing uh i'm good i'm like you're like winning right now am i right at the top i'm pretty sure wow. i had it open there a second ago but i was like fourth or tied with someone or i'm not sure but me and brandon seem neck and neck but yeah um i enjoyed we talked about eddie and shingo last week right yeah, yeah i, I found uh i found eddie so far in this tournament i think maybe cause this is such a like he you know he loves this Japanese yeah. style of wrestling and everything. I find him overacting right. and overselling a lot, and it's kind of taking me out of it a bit. Okay, um, like don't get me wrong, I love those big matches where you get that crazy like chop exchange and forearms, and you're screaming and hulking yourself up. This seems every match though, and it's it's getting. Who was the second match again? I'm trying to remember who yeah, it was I didn't watch There it. was one where he was just so over the top with his his selling of his knee and his limping around and his facial, and it's it's taking me out of it a little bit. Um, but he does seem to be getting really popular with this uh, Japanese crowd. Yeah, Kevin Kelly excellent. was saying they had like a signing the other day, and everyone wanted to see Eddie Kingston. Whoa, which is which is pretty awesome. And you know he's living his his dream right now. Yeah, he's probably going to Ribera. Yeah. Hanging out with Cardona, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> who was there? Is he over there right but now? Cardona was there this this morning for DDT. It was there, but yeah, uh, it's still it's still kind of in the early stages, and nothing necessarily like blew me away. I did agree. I, I thought Hanare and Shingo was pretty good. He's an interesting one. We were talking about his face mm. tattoo last week. I love how he, he walked into a tattoo shop and was like, "Yeah, I'm looking to get my first tattoo." They're like, "Oh, cool. Where are you going to get it? On my fucking all face. across my face." Oh, okay, like a teardrop tattoo? No, no, no. Like a fucking like a face beard. guard, yeah. Tribal beard. I have a feeling he's gonna get more tattoos that like make it maybe. It's just like how do you walk around in public like that? How do you shave like that? How do you what do you, what what the hell? I mean, it's it's all a, a cultural thing. It's like of course, yeah. Um, not not knocking it at all. It's but, like oh, quite man. an honor or whatever from what I've heard for him to be like having this on him. But yeah, uh, yeah. It's it is just funny that he doesn't. He doesn't even have like you know a little one on his wrist oh, or anything. Yeah, He's, first one. 
Yeah. Like Cody Rhodes. We, I was going to say, we thought the neck tattoo of Cody was extreme, but this is a lot. But it, it's such a better look for him, though. As a wrestler, like the shaved head, and yeah, the, yeah. he looks way more menacing now than when he had his little mustache. He looks like a James Bond villain now yeah, with this tattoo, scary. but yeah. Um, I, I, love the, I love that we're getting quarterfinals in this one. I think it, it means a lot more can happen. I think you can have a lot more interesting matches. It means someone like a, a Zack Sabre Jr., is more of a player this year than usual. And he, his whole thing is I want to make the playoffs. Like right. I never kind of make it. And he's, he's, I think won all his matches so far, I think. Um, so yeah, I've been, I've been able to keep up on it. I, I've been uh, watching it on my phone while I go on my walk, kind okay. of killing two birds with one stone, which has been pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been enjoying it, but I'm waiting for that real big match. I, you know, uh, I thought Okada and Taichi, had a really good match. I thought uh, Osprey and Tai Chi. Yeah. Osprey and Tai Chi had a really good match as well. Tai Chi's been impressing me, and obviously uh, Osprey is always fantastic. Um, but yeah, we'll be. Uh, are you still? Are you still behind Shingo to win? I, I don't know if that's happening. No, I think uh, you're, you saw Naito with his entrance where his music restarted, so he went back up the ramp. I was no, like, I, Jesus. I skipped Naito yeah. entrances. Yeah, I skipped Naito. Life's most too things. short. Yeah. Uh, I think you're right. It must be Naito, but I just don't care about Sonata as champ either. So mm. uh, I'm still just cherry picking the G1. So always welcome to recommendations. But as it goes on, it gets more serious and better anyway. Yeah. So I, I'll definitely still be checking I think out. Those, those quarters and semis, like we will have some really good matches yeah, there. Absolutely. All right. Uh, over to some potential NXT news. Uh, oh. It seems that Brian Pillman Jr. has oh. departed AEW and there's some rumors that... Big opportunity. Maybe he's making his way to the Fed. Wow. You imagine that. Brian Pillman's kid is going to be working with Shawn Michaels. I mean, he's, he's going to be with Brooks and Jensen, no. Like, that's, <laughs> that's the, where that's you put him? That would be pretty funny. Yeah. That's 100% the team. Americans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> American kids. Yeah. I mean, Briggs is older, but yeah, that'd yeah. be pretty funny. Uh, they're pretty much, Brooks and him are pretty much the same thing. Yeah, Brooks is better. <laughs> Absolutely. He comes in, has a, has a story with Keanu Who's James. got the better flow, though? Pillman's is good, Pillman. but I do, I don't know. Like Pillman's got the better flow. Uh, Jensen's glow-up's been pretty good. It's been nice to watch over the year. See, the thing with with Pillman is like your dad's Pillman. So everyone just like looks at you that way. He dresses like him. He looks like him. Like no one knows Brooks is B2's kid. No, he Bull Buchanan. Like you don't even know, you know who that is. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's got a lot more like freedom to just be whatever. But that would be interesting. You know what? I think I'm – I. I didn't have much interest in Pillman Jr. before. I did, however, root behind him, especially after the dark side. I felt like AEW dropped the ball and not capitalizing on that. They did the MJF. We went to that Grand Slam. That was cool, but then, like, really didn't do much with him afterwards. Uh, Is it because, like, he didn't put the time in or the work in or the other way around? I'm not quite sure. I don't know. I think it's it's the thing with AEW not really having... A developmental. I mean, you mentioned ROH is kind of their NXT. It is and it isn't. It's ROH seems to be like, yeah, some people they want to develop, but also people they don't know what to do with in AEW. Yeah. But you look at these ROH weekly TV shows and it's just match after match after match after match. It's not like you're giving many people that time to develop on, you know, promos and things like that. And as much as we laugh about some of the 
awful skits in NXT, go back to a Brooks and Jensen, how much they've come on because they've been kind of relentless with these guys on, nope, we're going to have you working promo segments every week and vignettes and we've seen them improve. And that is such a part of wrestling as well. It isn't just what's between the the ropes, right? Yeah. And I think uh, Pillman Jr. who came in really just with his name, he had been doing MLW for a bit, but wasn't really, he was pretty green, both on mic and in ring, comes in and just is working TV matches right away and then has that feud with MJF. I don't really think they gave him much of a chance to develop. Therefore, I think an NXT would actually be really beneficial for him. Yeah, he's super green. He, he came across that way in any of his AEW stuff. But I think if you put him in the PC, there's a chance that that might actually be what works for him. So I, I, I would say... Why not? Let's try. If that's the rumor going, he has teased, hey, hey, big things. He's been reported, been seen there. I would say, like, why not? What's, you know. And that's, like, all he can really be doing right now is just going around doing indie dates, whereas the PC. Which he has. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is the PC, all the opportunities are there for you to succeed. You know, you can go and do promo after promo after promo in a room. You can train in the ring all day. Like, there's, there's so much there. So I actually... I'm not a huge Brian Pillman Jr. fan. Yeah, I feel like we're going to bat for him right but now. But there is definitely potential there. And you're right. Like when that dark side of the ring thing happened, you're like, oh, you could you could capitalize on this right now. But he wasn't ready, really. Yeah, I mean, I watched that dark side of the ring about Pillman and then it, sh- it showcased him and his ju- you know junior here. And I was watching that. I was smoking at night and I tweeted him with almost a tear in my eye being like brother i need to support you You, i thought his auntie yeah yeah we were behind him man yeah we're behind him so uh especially as nxt guys we would love to i I think that would do good for him so uh as brandavan in the chat says hey some people work better in different places and and things like that and the world works in different places and jake in the chat says uh, he he would like to see uh proper development in a pc for someone like that so yeah i think fans why not let's see if it doesn't work out go back to doing indies and whatever else so Cool. At least he's he's wearing that cool T-shirt in this picture. He's always wearing. Yeah, I want that shirt. I think I rock that shirt pretty good. People would be like, "What the fuck are you wearing?" But he, I, yeah, good shirt. Good good shirt. Uh, I forgot what else. Is it a Bengal? I guess it's a Bengal. No, because they're from Cincinnati. Cincinnati. That's right. Hey, are we going to Dayton to see Gringo Loco versus John Moxley? We looked at it in a lucha death match. Should we talk to him about it today? We're going to see Gringo in a few hours. Shall I bring some skewers and just give it to him? Like, Use these. Use these. <laughs> Stick him right under his head. Like, this, this is for Poison Rana. <laughs> Stick him right in Moxley's head. Stab him in the eye. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're excited about that. Shout out uh, Ohio. Yeah, I kind of, I, yeah I, I'd kind of be down. We kind of looked, but, but we couldn't afford it. It's also not really possible yeah. right now. Uh, speaking of Dark Side, did you watch? Uh, we're coming oh, there, but okay, sorry, uh, I yeah. do have it lined up. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. No we, we've kind of not really talked a great deal about WWE the last couple of weeks. We've, as I said, there's a lot of wrestling going on and it hasn't really been grabbing me uh, to kind of catch up on. Uh, but you mentioned there was a, they just did a, a Mexico tour? Yeah, so WWE did a house show in Mexico at the Mexico City. And I think they did Roman Reigns and Rey Mysterio and Seth versus Dom. So two big kind of matches there. It looked packed. I saw videos of mm. Cody Rhodes and stuff like that. They need to do a pay-per-view in Mexico. 100%. They just did Puerto Rico, but like, what the hell? Rey Mysterio could be main event well, in pay per view. Tony Khan, sorry, Nick Khan was saying about how they want to start like producing TV of different styles. He wants to have like a lucha show, wow. and things like that. And obviously, Mexico is the 
the way into that. Yeah, so. they had a moment with Dragon Lee and Rey Mysterio, I think on SmackDown or something like that. So I think they're putting some force behind him as well as kind of being a big, you know, Latin star. So, I mean, you've got, yeah, LWO who are huge, huge right now. I can, I'll tell you, uh, I, I speak for, I, I'm not speaking for all wrestling fans, but we live in a big city. We live in downtown Toronto. I see an LWO shirt like every other day. Really? I see it. All the time, mm. and I think it's because they started selling it at the Hot Topic. Hot Topic? I, see, I see every other. I can't. I can't unavoid this shirt right now. Nice. So it's it's working because I, I don't know about anyone else. We're in Canada, but like I I see it almost every day. So yeah. I, no, I, I definitely think we're going to see more and more of these uh, kind of international PLEs for WWE, and and Mexico makes a whole lot of sense. But if they are going in the direction of you know having a like, I think Nick Khan basically said he will. There'll be WWE content on TV every day of the week. Eventually, it's like it feels the like there already which is. It already six shows feels like there day, is. Yeah. But if you're doing like exploring more different styles, that would be that would be pretty interesting. NXT I mean. Japan, NXT Mexico, NXT Italy, NXT Italy. Yeah. Ciao bella. Uh, but did you really catch anything else WWE this week? Uh, no, not really, man. I'll be honest. Uh, they haven't done too much that's caught my attention. I will say WWE is super hot right now when it comes to their pay per views. I'll go to bat saying that their pay per views have not missed in like mm. a year, maybe possibly now. But. Um, that being said, we're, we're going to SummerSlam, so our, our hype is a bit different than most. But I'm so far with some of the matches, I'm like, okay, sounds good. It's also, for me, just time of the year. As, as we kind of mentioned with the cinema earlier, it's the summer. It's, yeah. There's a lot of other wrestling on. Uh, I kind of trust that I'm going to go and enjoy SummerSlam. You know, like, because yeah. their PLEs haven't missed, but... So, Cody and Brock is right now just a singles match, but mm. okay, sure. We got Seth and Finn Balor for the World Heavyweight title with the whole priest looming, looming yeah. around there. Uh, Asuka, Charlotte, and Bianca. I saw some clips from that Charlotte match with Io, and I don't know, Charlotte just looked like she was in slow motion and underwater. Charlotte's such a weird one, because when she's on, she's fantastic, but she has bad chemistry with a lot of people and she's had a lot of bad matches yeah it did not look good so i i'm kind of cheesed that it's not asuka eo at SummerSlam mm. that i thought it was like a few months back but uh that's cool i'm sure this match will be really good as well i'm hoping it is uh, and then tribal combat what the f- is tribal combat is that no dq i imagine it's for the universal championship and recognition of tribal chief nice Wow, tribal combat. I think Jay's got a shirt, the real chief or something yeah, like that yeah. now. He needs to get a, a face tattoo. And that's how you become a real tribal Yes, chief. chief. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't watched The Bear, but that's, no. they should have a shirt that says, instead of yes, chef, yes, chief. Yes, chief. <laughs> and they also say cousin. So you could like, cousin. Uh, this, I guess, sounds all right. I'm just like, maybe not the card I thought that SummerSlam would be. I, th- I mean, I think that's the direction we've seen it. Going in, uh, we'll still have a few more. I think Ricochet Logan Paul is going to be announced. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll have some more added to that. Uh, I am looking forward to Raw though this Monday because got to see the follow up, got to see that North American Championship on Raw. Oh, with Dom, with Dom, yeah, Dirty Dom. What main eventing like every show this week? Raw, <laughs> NXT, and SmackDown yeah. all in one week, then going on tour to Mexico City as well. There, pretty crazy. Yeah, does he he brings out the title? Maybe we get Wesley introduced there. He mm-hmm. was at SmackDown All as right. well there, so I don't know. Maybe we get some integration and some call ups that way, uh, or maybe Dom loses the title back to Wes mm-hmm. on Raw. Maybe <laughs> I, I think he's gonna have that for a while. It's it's just better for both NXT. It is and Dom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Uh, and yeah, you mentioned uh, I did watch Dark Side of the Ring this week, uh, the Abdullah the Butcher episode. Oh man, what a interesting episode this was. I mean, uh, showcasing the like highs and lows of this madman of Abdullah the Butcher, the crazy character, and the the kind of the document the, the documentary part of his was really interesting. It got crazy off the rails when it goes into the Hannibal fucking. Uh, Pepsi yeah. stuff, right? Like, I, I, I enjoyed seeing, like, highlights of this guy's character. Um, and then, like, the interviews of himself, of, of, um, Abdullah now and, like, kind of hearing him talk and, and stuff. It's, it's, this show is depressing at the same time, right? Like, it's, it's yeah, interesting. He's, like, completely broke. Broke, kind of sounds kind of out of it. Yeah, scene. just. He seems sweet. He does seem like a sweet guy. I, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I, you know, I'm, I've re, I've been reading so much about this story specifically. He hasn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't even fucking read, or can he? Is a part of this story too. Yeah. Like people are like, well, "What do you mean he can't read?" He, I've seen him read plenty. It's like, oh, what? Okay. Imagine that you just had a problem. I just can't read. Can't read. Sorry, not gonna read this letter from you. Yeah, like it, it's when like someone like Mick Foley is like, I don't know about that, but like. I mean, I've seen him. He can order off a menu, plenty good. Mm. Like, uh, and Mick Foley's someone I'd kind of trust. I, he's not someone I feel is a bullshitter saying stuff just for entertainment's sake. You know, like yeah. Again, trying to trying to look at this. Uh, I remember when this story because we're, we're in Toronto. I remember this Hannibal dudes from Ottawa, right? So I remember this being in news quite a lot when it was in the two thousands about this story and. Like, I don't know. It's like one way. If I see, if you believe it this one way, it's, it's fucked up. If you believe it this other way, it's fucked up. Like any way, which mm-hmm. way you have it, it's fucked up. And talking about diseases and stuff, it makes my like skin crawl yeah. and stuff. So I, when it came about like the actual story of, uh, of Abdullah the butcher and stuff, I was like super into it. And you know, where is he came from in his story? Again, I got really into the episode. It took a whole swerve with that part of it. But. I mean, it wouldn't be Dark Side exactly. of the Ring if it was just about his career, would exactly, it? So exactly, exactly. So it kind of so. needed that thing. I've seen people be very critical of it uh, because of the Hannibal stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it is, like, whether you believe Hannibal, like, where, where whoever you believe in this, it's a fact that it happened, that he yeah. sued this guy and yeah. tried to bring charges to him and everything. Uh, like, that's that's a fact. Um, have you seen David Pence's uh, Twitter you know, see, the, that's, the ring announcer. Yeah, see, that's where I was like, I'm trying to read so much, so many different websites so, posting some of this stuff. Pens is like, Hannibal's a complete piece of shit. And uh, if you want me to tell you everything, like slide in my DMs and I'll right. let you know, basically. Right. Um, there's all that, what, he he took liberties with a referee. Yes, they aired that in the episode, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and apparently there's a lot more shit like that. Exactly. So, so it's like, you don't, I don't know, everything just seems icky about it and... That's uh, that's the, the dark side of it, I guess, is, is mm. really fucked up. A highlight from it, though, was how fucking cool is Hugo Savinovich? Yeah. Dude, we know because he was a former entrant yeah. in an Up Next Rumble. He didn't win, though, but he talked about blading and Hulk I'm Hogan. surprised he didn't blade on this show. <laughs> this guy is cool as fuck. We, yeah. we need to get him. We need to interview him. I just want to hang out with this guy. Yeah. I didn't know he was so cool. Yeah. He looks in fantastic shape. And he, the way he was dressed in this, I was like, you look like I a rock star. I never realized he was a manager. I always just thought he, he was, was commentary. commentary. Like, oh, I, I didn't realize he yeah, had this yeah. whole other career yeah, as yeah, a, yeah, a yeah. manager and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's got like, he's intertwined in so much wrestling history yeah. before, before and after WWE. But like, he just came across so like sweet, so like a rock star. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know. I just was like, can I just you? I, I hope he has. You go. I need like him just telling stories of the road mm. or something because that was like the, the the highlight of that episode. But yeah, uh, Dark Side always leaves me feeling icky about wrestling after watching it. But this one, I, I did enjoy this episode. How the fuck did they cast this? Die to play Abdullah. Like we need well. someone who uh, can hold a fork and who's got big Oops. fat titties. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. And we can spray fake blood all over. Like the casting's amazing. Uh, what do we have next? We're coming to the end now, don't we? Oh man, yeah. I still. Oh, I also watched. I caught up on a bunch of them. I caught up on the uh, Junkyard Dog. Yeah, that was sad. Doink one. Yeah, yeah all sad. of them are sad, man. <laughs> It's the theme of this series has been like, yeah, there was this wrestler, then he did a load of coke and died young. <laughs> it's pretty. Oh, Bam Bam, Bam Bam's coming up. Yeah, right? and yeah. CM Punk doing the Bam Bam spot in his match on Collision. As That's well, right. Yeah, cartwheel thing. But yeah. Uh, oh, Bash at the Beach. Okay, Bam that, Bam Bigelow. that should be a little more lighthearted. No. Okay, so next week is Bam Bam, and then Bash at the Beach. So okay. Yeah. I don't really know the dark side of Batman. Oh, the Adrian Adonis one was pretty good too, actually. That was sad. Yeah, that was really depressing. The Graham set family was really fucking sad. Yeah, all of them were really sad, man. Yeah. <laughs> but wrestling is uh, is interesting. So yeah, Marty Jannetty, Bam Bam, and Bash of the Beach still to come. Because for me, like, I love my true crime. I work at a TV station, and part of my job is every Friday we air 2020, famous true crime show. And I love, I love getting into true crime documentaries about weird, interesting things that have happened in this interesting world. And that's where this show kind of brings that together, where it's like, hey, here's some wrestling, which I love. And then we're going to take something fucked up, which I also love watching. We're going to put it together. And it's like, oh, man, it's it's almost a perfect show made for me. But uh, And that's why I know so many non-wrestling fans who also love like this, this show, show because they're, they, they're intrigued about like, wow, that's fucked up. So, mm. yeah, love it. Yeah, no, really enjoying this. Uh, we do have a question from the chat. Uh, Jake says, question, fellas. Do you both still enjoy the WWE Network with the stuff they're offering? I mean, WWE Network offers... And then he retracted it for some reason. So. He deleted it? Yeah, so don't... Yeah, we won't answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't answer it yeah, now. The question's answer. gone. Um, I mean, we mainly use it for... Uh, These shows. Patreon. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd say I use the WWE Network different than most people. Some people tune in because they want to watch the docs or they want to watch you know, talking smack or whatever. I tune, I tune into the WWE network to watch old wrestling for when we do podcasts or when I'm stoned. And I'm like, you guys got to see this ECW Lucha match from 1995. Yeah. I mean, it kind of goes back to the other things we're saying. There's just so much on right now. Yeah. So I, I don't really dive into it as much as I used to. We obviously use it like was next every month and any like reviews from the six or best match ever. We use it for that. Like I'm never going to, delete my account yeah. unless in canada they change it and it goes to a, a different streaming service like we saw with peacock um the one thing i do try and keep up with is whenever stone cold does an interview yes yes i love them and i think they're always cool to put on uh like when i'm cooking dinner it can be in the background i don't need to necessarily watch it i'm right. listening i think he's such a great interviewer um and they do still seem to do them every now and then so uh, that's the the one thing I keep up on, but you know the twenty fours and all that I don't really uh, do any. Yeah, it's once in it's once in a while, but I we use the network solely to go back and watch WCW two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jake says also retracted it because he wanted to send it as a super chat, but thank you. Yeah, Jake. we can answer it again. Well, if you put it in a super <laughs> chat, we'll answer another question for you there too. Uh, but yeah. All right. Well, that kind of 
wraps it up. Is there anything else you can think of from the last week? Uh, no, I know there's always wrestling. Wrestling's just nonstop and always going. There was DDT. There was stardom. I didn't get a chance. There, there's too much wrestling to watch in a, in a week of so many hours. But uh, yeah, I mean, Tuesday night, we're back with Up Next covering NXT with some some Dom, hopefully, on the show leading into the go-home for the Great American Bash, which is next Sunday. Mm-hmm. So we won't be going live during the day on Sunday for a Poison Rana, but we will be doing a Great American Bash post-show Sunday night. So I think maybe squeeze in some AEW chat after there. Yeah, we can we can give, like, not as yeah. uh, extensive as this show, but we'll be covering uh, Great American Bash and talk if there's anything big from Dynamite or the G1 or whatever. Exactly. To mention. Yeah, exactly. Oh, something I, I kind of wanted to just talk about as well was uh eric young's departure he's gone back to impact and not that eric young in 2023 is a huge player but i just found it interesting some of the things that were kind of said and alluded to uh it seemed like he was brought back with intentions to be in a a new wyatt family perhaps with uncle howdy and having a big spot at wrestlemania and whatever they were doing with uh what bobby lashley i think was meant to be the match right and then obviously Bray has this undisclosed illness and has been off TV, so that was nixed. Uh, so didn't make it to TV, and then around the same time was when uh, putting two and two together from what he said, he was like, as the wrestling world knows, like there were some changes, and I don't think uh, morally I wanted to work there anymore. Damn, so okay. it seems like Vince came back, and Eric Young was like, nope. And uh, yeah respect him for that so going back home i i feel like it's a better move for for someone like him uh i know he does a lot of uh what he's a huge nashville predators hockey fan Mm -hmm. he does a lot of podcasts and stuff about that which i'm sure he wasn't probably allowed to do while he was in wwe i think the thing with that wwe contract for someone like an eric young though is there's certainly a producer role for him i think he's someone who i think would be a fantastic producer and you know if he can get it in the door in WWE and then shift to that kind of producing training role. Yeah. It's, you know, you're wrestling. Once your wrestling career is over, it's a whole other career and income with a big company you can get. But, um, yeah, respect for, I, I feel, I feel more people and I'm looking at you, GYV, <laughs> as well as some others. If you timed asking for your release with Vince coming back, I don't think you could have said no. Yeah, they could have been gone. I feel like Mercedes and Trinity definitely had their release around that time. Because what can you say? I don't want to work here anymore. I don't feel comfortable working for a guy with these accusations against him. Fair enough. See you later. Rather than, I don't want to work here anymore because I keep on getting squashed on TV. All right, well, that's the role we have for you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I feel like Eric Young will be back on the indie dates, and especially in Canada. He's he's always been, like, a, a fun character here. All the way back to Don't Fire Eric, mm. if you remember, uh, whenever he was scared of his pyro back yes. in the old days. Uh, so I'm sure he'll, we'll be seeing him in Toronto probably in some indie. I know Impact's coming back coming in the summer, soon. and indie dates, I'm sure, will pop up. Uh, also from Impact, I saw Alex Shelley was also speaking that uh, if it wasn't for the pandemic, he probably would have been in WWE because they were interested in the time yeah. splitters. He, he wrestled. Remember? Uh, yeah. It's like one time. One tag match. When I marked out completely and went, oh, my God, Alex Shelley, which I guess that's why they're like, well, why don't you just be our champion in Impact? So that's pretty cool. Um. 
Because, but also, like, uh, yeah, wasn't it? He works as, is he a nurse or something like that, yeah. isn't he? So, like, yeah, the pandemic showed that. But it's a shame we never really got that NXT Alex Shelley or Chris Sabin run. Yeah, would have uh, You sick. know, like, would have yeah, been cool. Would have been cool. Um, and uh, going back to kind of Jake's network question, Chris Leone mentioned, we do have the Cody doc coming out this week. Becoming Cody. Yeah. Are you going to check this one out? I guess. Dan State's in it, so. Are they? They were at the premiere. Hell yeah. The, the, the theme's a big part of it, right? All so right. True. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to try and check this There's one. also some uh, Young Bucks footage in okay. it, apparently, and some some references to... He's already making some rounds, doing interviews, and kind of not throwing shade at AEW, but basically like... He, he said he's been... Uh, he said he's still like close to the Bucks. Absolutely. He said I still like... Uh, you tired of CM Punk shit? Yeah. You want to WrestleMania? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Come on, boys. Uh, and, and, and you know what? Sorry to keep it paused there. In that promo, when Kenny Omega, after Blood and Guts, mm. he, didn't, he wasn't referring to Kota Ibushi. He was referring to the Young Bucks. And he goes, I'll go wherever they go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to you put some stir in some, like, you know, ooh, some controversy there. He did say that. Okay. So. He did, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I, I think that's cool because Cody leaving, there was always... They never really talked about what it was. Both sides were pretty like yeah. it was what it was, and they left. And everyone's Punk. always wondering, oh, what, what's the backstage news? What's the backstage news? But him saying like, yeah, I, I needed to talk to them a bunch of this documentary, and we made something huge together with AEW, and I'll always like have that bond with them. It's it'll be. I do. It is a shame because of the pandemic. We never had that proper elite blood and guts yeah with Cody right. involved right right especially it's his dad's match and he still hasn't been in one he'll be in one finally maybe this Survivor Series Survivor Series Chicago yeah we'll see alright well yeah. I think that wraps it up we're gonna get ready to go and watch more fucking wrestling yeah we're going to Demand Lucha at least Palace in Toronto uh, but then they're coming back in uh, a few weeks we're away we're though away and they're doing Demand Lucha versus House of Glory in Toronto with Alex Shelley mm. on the card as well main event as well so uh, that's uh, we're really bummed about that but I know say C- hello to my favorite bartender there yeah if you go Tipper in the well. one Toronto yeah, yeah Tipper Well nice. she's really nice uh, maybe we'll get some uh, pr- promo maybe an interview or two hyping that up because I know Sino and Frank our friends over in New York they go to House of Glory every show, and now kind of we go to Demand. It's this is like our dream it's show like, for us, yeah. yeah. And we're not going to it, so we're super bummed. So uh, we'll maybe get some interview. I would love to interview Alex Shelley, so I might reach out and try to nice. do some some talk there as well. So uh, fun stuff, lots of wrestling. Follow us on all the socials at Poison Rana Pod. If you have Facebook, find Poison Rana on there, and then join the Facebook group, which links us to our feedback threads and links to all the stuff that we do. PoisonRana.ca for the link tree of everything that we do. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a nice little review. Spotify, YouTube, all the subscriptions, all the little things. The likes go a whole long way. So we appreciate you spending your time listening to us talk about some pro wrestling. We'll be back Tuesday night with our go-home NXT show as Mm. we get ready for Great American Bash. But I, myself, Braden Harrington, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the. Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And shout out Buddy Murphy beating the shit out of Max Caster before he could finish his rap on Collision. We didn't mention that, but how funny was that? That's pretty funny. <laughs> Ahoy! <laughs>